And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You're we're back. We're back. We're back. So um, thanks for tuning in. And we have a special episode today. It's a little different, as you guys can see. We're trying this virtual thing. So say hi to <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Go ahead, so, Melissa. Um, so on today's episode, we're actually touching on the importance of women's rights. We're joined by two guests. Both of these amazing, intelligent ladies are going to share their thoughts as one. Jasmine and Haiti, how are you ladies doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Glad to have you on. Thank you. Happy to be here. Hey, I'm doing well. Um, it's raining tonight in New York, but apart from oh, that, here it's too. good. Here too. So it's been raining for like the past four days. So, so me personally... Um, I want to welcome you ladies. Uh, Haiti's a cousin-in-law. You know, she's married to my cousin, Michael, which he's probably around there somewhere, jodiendo, and a share one-year-old. And Jasmine is an ex-co-worker who practically became family. Mm. And uh, she's married to a wonderful woman. Hey, Stacey. Um, and is the mom of one. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Um, let's get right to it. Melissa. So... It's my body, not yours. Jasmine, what do you think when you hear that phrase? When I, you know, it took a lot of time for me to think about this when I first, um, you know, started thinking about the subject. Like, it is, it's my body. This is my body. And what's going on right now with everything, you know, related to criminalizing abortion is terrible, is whack. It's just straight whack. Like, I shouldn't have to tell anybody that my body belongs to me and that my body is mine. That's a given. That was what I was given by God and nobody else. Mm -hmm. So what I put in it and what I do to it, where it's going, who's touching it, that's all my business because it's my body. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. And uh, Haiti, what about you? Um, well, I do agree with Jasmine. I think that obviously when it comes to people personally, I think that does matter but however like when it comes to like a bigger scope like generally speaking like I just feel like it doesn't mean anything at least to me as at this point in time so basically like when it first came out it was like used against se sexual assault like obviously mm -hmm. everybody was saying more of the fact that we even had to like say hey like don't violate my body so we had to use that phrase all the time However, like now, you know, even like, like just a side note, like even how COVID or vaccines, people, how everyone feels about that, they use something that had to do with like the women's movement and basically like, you know, the criminalization of our bodies. They use that phrase now. And so now it's so overused. It's so misused that realistically, it's like not as impactful as it was when it first came out, like obviously this is um it's not to say like you know it doesn't mean anything to anybody personally but in a in a movement these phrases came about to kind of get the point across in a in a quicker way and like a shorter way but it's not really at least to me at least the way that we're i'm hearing it in in political you know movements and in different ways shapes or form it's just i feel like it's just completely like lost its meaning or lost its like sting it's the same like when I say like when my husband and I, we were talking about this phrase and I'm going to be like a little vulgar. I don't mean to, but it's like <laughs> we were talking about something that had to do with like getting clapped. And 
we're 90s kids so before i thought i'm like hey didn't that mean like when you you know you got jumped or you got beaten up right i was like doesn't that getting clapped mean that and i don't know i'm not good with slang anyway so then when i asked him he's like yeah but now it means like you know sex wise sexually stuff and so then i'm like always thrown off by it so it's kind of like that's where it goes to me when i hear that phrase it just changes it evolves like yes and so Mm -hmm. where it it was supposed to be driven by you know the fact that this was coming from women who kept getting like you know their bodies violated in any way it's just taken and it's misused and overused and now it's like it's just completely lost its thing like i said so yeah Yeah. with anti-masks and using it and yeah vaccine and things like that yeah i see it on the signs now when they're protesting the vaccine and all that Mm -hmm. stuff yeah and and i agree i agree with you um now i have a question roe versus wade this is this topic it's very sensitive for us women because there's so many things being said and in my opinion no one is truly listening Without specifically talking about politics, because you know how that goes, um, what part of this entire matter is what is most important to you? Haiti, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, well, part of like my how, how I identify is I am a Christian. I've just a quick background on it. I've been a Christian technically like my whole life, but I was raised Catholic. And when I was 13, I was saved. So that's when, you know, I decided to give my life to Christ. When they say you're born again, and then you, you know, you build a personal relationship with God. So I believe that I was a Christian at 13. I've lived my whole life, not perfect, but that's basically where I go. I, I strive to like read the Bible. I strive to pray. I strive to connect and have that personal relationship with God. Um, In that sense, that's why this is like, so important to me because in a sense like I do feel like nobody is listening nobody's listening to anybody on either side of the like of the debate and when they do that it's like everyone's talking over each other so like for me especially being a Christian like even if I decide to just close my ears and not listen to anything I'm drawn into the conversation just by being Christian especially like in America Christians are viewed as very conservative conservative thinking Mm -hmm. um depending which state you're in if you're a christian you're seen as fundamentalist you're seen as like what the bible says is taken literally is what you do and in reality it's like i have to in my position i have to fight so much for that because i don't like calling myself conservative i don't like the view that everybody has on christianity um, and on top of that, also, I am a Latina, I am a minority. So then everyone automatically assumes something else from that, especially in this debate. Yes. It's like, oh, well, you're Christian, so therefore I can't come to you about these things. Or you're Latina, so therefore you probably don't even believe in God. Or you're so liberal, like, you know, we you don't want to talk politics, but I feel like the best way to say it is like when you're like, you're either a free thinker, open-minded, or mm-hmm. you're not. And depending mm-hmm. on which part of your identity you lie with, it's it's where it is. is. And I feel yeah, like there's a lot it. of conflicting things with it. So I and, think uh, that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about how about you, Jasmine? What what's most important about this whole thing for you? I mean, for me, for me, you know, it's it's a lot, right? Because so I'm gonna start off kind of like 
in the same way, I obviously, I identify as a lesbian, as you heard earlier. I am married to a woman, so a lot of people think that, you know, like lesbians, for example, they don't have a say in the conversation that's surrounding Roe v. Wade because, you know, all lesbians can't have babies. I had one. I had a whole baby. And aside from that, I'm still a woman. So I still have a reproductive system. And, you know, I had to go through a lot of carefully planned and Mishi I'm sure you remember carefully planned appointments um that took a lot of planning basically to have my daughter and I could have though also chosen not to have her or I could have chosen to go through everything get pregnant and then still get an abortion if I wanted to because that would have been my personal own decision and I don't personally believe in abortions for myself because as a woman in a same-sex marriage, so much time, money, resources, um, so many things go into having a kid. Um, and, you know, I I just feel like it's important. The whole thing is important because who is anyone to say to another woman, not knowing their circumstances, their lifestyles, anything about them, you know, that they can't do what they want with their body, which includes abortion. Absolutely. It's so wild to me that, you know, people are literally telling other people, well, this is how you need to live their lives. Like, no, live your life the way that you want to live your life, the way that is good for you, the way that is a convenience for you. Because at the end of the day, you're the one who has to live it. And that's not to say, you know, any disrespect towards women who have had abortions either, because I know women who have had abortions and I love and respect them. And both of those women, two specifically, have beautiful children now. And maybe when they had their abortions a couple of years ago, they weren't ready to be moms. And I'm not going to fault them. Ready to be moms, ready to have or be financially stable or mm-hmm. anything. You never know the situation, right? Right. That's right. not my business. You know, that's the point. The point is, is that it's not my business and it's nobody else's business. And I think the number one, actually, top tier important thing right now is that I'm raising a daughter right now in all of this crazy world. Mm-hmm. And I just want her to know that whatever choice that she decides to make in life for herself, even outside of abortion and things like that, is valid. And she doesn't need to explain it to anybody ever. You well, know, that part, that part. That that's the most important thing like you do what you need to do baby and you don't need to worry about anybody else not even me and I'm her mother you could come to me for advice you could come to me for you know um support I'm gonna be there for you but at the end of the day it's not my business like as long as you're not harming others or yourself it doesn't matter right I agree with you you know and it's funny because to Haiti's point of how people kind of put you in a box based on you know how you were raised how you identify um, so people would, you know, if they sit here and think, okay, we're having a conversation about this and we have, you know, somebody who's a lesbian and somebody who's Christian. So they must think completely opposite, you know, from each other. So the fact that we have people that people would perceive to not have the same views, well, we actually think the same, you know? Um, and I actually have a story that kind of ties into that is, you know, I, also identify as a Christian. I was born in a Christian household my whole life. My mother's very religious where my father was not so much, you know, into the church. So it was kind of like, I kind of had both (laughs) worlds. worlds. So, you know, my father believes in God, believes in God and everything, but he's not, you know, he's not a church goer. He's not, you know, he, he, 
it's in his own way. Whereas my mom is like very religious with going, to, making sure she's there every Sunday and tithes and offering and all of that. So I got pregnant at 18 years old, right after high school. So there was a big conflict within my household during that time because my father said, you're 18, you should not be having a baby. You need to have an abortion. My mother was, you know, on the conservative side of no, she can't have an abortion. She can't do that. We don't believe in that. And here I am 18. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, you know, you don't don't want to upset your parents. You're still very young and you don't know what the right decision is. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to do. And it was, it was very hard. So it is tough kind of having so many opinions on the matter and I, you know, put yourself in these shoes of these young girls that don't know what to do. And they're being pressured by, you know, whatever society is telling them, you know? So, you know, I, I chose to have my daughter and it actually caused like a very big, my parents almost got to, like, that's how bad it was. My parents. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Because my father was thinking my mom was a horrible mom for advising me to have a baby at 18. And my mom thought he was, you know, so it was this big thing. But then as soon as my daughter was born, it was like. <laughs> right. It was out the window, right? Okay. They forgot. It was all, you know, gone. But. You know, I just say that to say, you know, there's no, at the end of the day, I do believe that it is the woman's choice. Like nobody, you know, I chose to have my daughter, but I wouldn't frown upon another 18 year old who chose a different path because, you know, let's say she just got accepted into college and she has things that she wants to do and she hasn't, you know, um, gotten to live her life yet and she's just not ready. And who are we to say you know, what you can do. Absolutely. I agree with you, Melissa. I mean, you know that I had the same situation. I had my daughter at 18 and yeah, you know, my mom said, uh, take that out. And my dad was like, you're going to hell, you know, that that's not (laughs) happening. And at the moment at, I was 18 and I was like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want this. We don't even know what we want. As adults, how are we yeah, supposed to I did, Yeah, I know. 18. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and, and some women that struggle with that decision as grown women. As so, grown yeah. women, exactly. I wanted to begin with a clip that I saw on the internet where a female senator asked a male judge to name any laws that give the government the power to make decisions about a male body. He couldn't answer. What do you think she, why do you think she said that, Jasmine? There are none. (laughs) There are zero laws put in place. And the reason for that is because we, unfortunately, are still living in a very patriarchal society where, you know, men think that they rule everything. So, and I'm not saying that because I'm a lesbian, y'all, I swear to God. (laughs) It just is. Like, it's always been, you know, even as far back as you can, it just is. It's, we live in a very patriarchal society. Men think that they rule everything. You can't touch them. They're untouchable. And I feel like the senator needed to, it was a senator, right? It was a senator? Yeah, she needed to remind yeah. him a little bit. She needed to, yeah, she needed to put that out there to him to say, kind of like, without saying it, but like, this is right. where the injustice lies. This is the divide. This is the inequality between men and women. We have an entire law yeah. 
put into yeah. place to criminalize yeah. our bodies and our decisions. But y'all just be out here doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And even if he wanted to, he probably wouldn't even be able to answer that or come up with an answer or even make up some law or statute that he found, you know, from 1966. <laughs> so, true. like I said, I, I this is just a fact. I'm not a man hater. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm not a man hater. I'm not a humane woman hater. Wait, no, no, no. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Right. I, I j- and I know we aren't supposed to really get into politics. I know that we, we do try to swerve that. I like, I really prefer to swerve that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but... another point is that even the majority of our House, our Senate, our government officials, just everything, they're male. Yes. So when you're in a male dominated place, yeah, this is the right. shit that's popping off. So this You're is right. what's going on. Yeah. How about you, Haiti? Why do you think she said that? Whenever like the, those clips come up, it always makes me laugh because everyone's just like, "How dare she!" Like, and they try to like justify his not answering. Like, he's just she's too beneath him to like you know give an answer. Yeah. Um, oh god. I haven't like I I've read about that, but I haven't seen the actual clip. Um, so I'm referring to like other times they do that, but it's literally just exactly like what Jasmine said is like to get him to like, literally like, think about why like, she knew the answer. We all know the answer. Like we all know that there's literally nothing that they ever do when it comes to male's body, even though like we can't make a baby, you know, without, without, yeah, so it's always like something on us. And so it's, it's, if only like they almost like um kind of like escape and like get away from the question and when they ask things like that it's like to get them to acknowledge like like why is that relevant like why is it relevant for her to ask me something like that or for this to have like went to the public like like he should be that should be something where somebody's like oh let me like click in and let me try to like research and acknowledge why this question was asked and whether or not I had an answer to it you know apart from like political stuff most people don't want to put their foot in their mouth and so that's probably why he didn't say that but you know so you can say like hey why (laughs) like come on like obviously we know that there are no laws but like talk to that talk to that right admit it you're basically saying just admit it say so say hey uh, there is none but instead he was like "Eh." yeah and there's like Um, yeah exactly so Haiti, going back to, you know, your Christianity and, you know, um, the thoughts that that goes around that as far as like, oh, it's just morally wrong. Um, You know, how would you answer to that being a Christian um, saying that I am pro-choice despite what other Christians may say um, as far as it being morally wrong? I always feel like I avoid these when it comes to like when I'm in like Christian like I have family members who are Christian I don't I like to say I'm not that kind of Christian which sucks but it's just and that's how I am too so I completely understand it yeah there has to be a separation and the reason is because of that I don't I don't want to say and remember as as being a Christian it's basically that I give my life to be governed by God, right? Mm-hmm. And so everything that is written in the Bible is that at the end of the day, whether I curse somebody out, whether I didn't curse somebody out, whether I punch somebody in the face, whether I did, like whatever it is that I did, at the end of the day, you know, there's the Holy Spirit that I have to answer to. And it's not mm-hmm. to be like, you're shameful. It's to be like, you know, let's do better. 
-hmm. you know, you're here to, to give more life and to give more love to the world. So let's do better. So in that aspect, abortion is just as morally wrong as you not honoring your mother and your father, or as you, as you coveting somebody else's wife. And that does not necessarily just mean, you know, within a relationship, it's also like, if you feel like you're envious, if you're, you know, things like that, it's like, why will I beat somebody down for a choice of abortion? Mm-hmm. But yet, all the sins are the same. Yes, there are. Like, once you read deeper into the Bible, you're more into, yes, there's a hierarchy of different things that you right, kind of right. go into it. But realistically, like, if I'm speaking to somebody who who isn't a Christian, right? The only mm-hmm. difference between a Christian and somebody who's not Christian is whether or not they gave their life to God or to Christ, right? right? So if I'm speaking on that, there is nothing like I can't judge you. The idea is that God's the one who's going to judge you. He will judge you, but he's the one who judges you, not me. So whether I say like morally wrong, whether I'm the one picking up the, Mm -hmm. you know, the the pitchforks against you, it's the same thing because I will fail at the end of the day as well. Like I won't, I won't, I cannot live to be perfect, which is why I give my life to God, you know? So everybody kind of like follows like the abortion stuff. But then at the same time, like, why are we not honoring other stuff? Why are we not, you know, things like that. So it's like speaking on like, you know, abortion is so wrong, but you're a Christian and you're smoking and drinking every weekend. And you you know what I'm saying? So it's like things to where, like you said, we, we are not ones to judge. And I think, you know, a lot of times when, I kind of explain that too. It's like, okay, you grew up a Christian and da da da. But it's like, I can say that maybe I wouldn't personally do it, but I'm not going to tell you what right. you should do with your body. Like, right. I'm tell you, you know, right. that you shouldn't do that. I feel like it is a personal choice. And I feel like people also misconstrue and think that pro-choice means oh I'm pro-abortion I don't think anybody is like yeah, I think everybody kind of says like you're you're pro-choice and then you go around killing children no like that's no, not no, it but I'm pro-choice pro- yeah exactly it's exactly. allowing the conversation to be you know and yeah. so it's the same idea like I know you said that um oh I wouldn't personally do it but at the same time like you don't know a Christian's life you don't know if you know they've have sins that they you know feel shameful for they feel oh, guilt. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the times, like, I feel like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to generalize something. But a lot of times, a lot of people kind of like, push so hard for a certain agenda is based on the insecurities, you know, it's based on the fact that like, I need to do this, because I need to be perfect. And when you, you know, when you're a follower of Christ, you understand that the grace is ultimate, like, Grace is allowing yourself to not be perfect, but allowing yourself to be like, you know what, I can't do this. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, forgive me. And then let's, let's, I, I want to try again tomorrow, you know, but mm-hmm. as humans, we're not able to like, carry that. So I feel like saying like, you're morally wrong, but I'm good. It's like, that's re- unrealistic. Yeah, that is pretty unrealistic. Yeah. You know? and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, Jasmine, being part of the LGBT community, I'm sure adoption is a big avenue for those couples to start their own families. Do you think banning abortions can help or hurt adoption rates? And how do you think it directly affects those in your community? Uh, so, oh, by the way, happy first day of Pride. Okay. Hey. So all my people. 
to all the rainbows, to all the rainbows and the loves out there. Okay, to the gays, to the lesbians, to the trans, to the all the people, all my people. Shout out, shout um, out, shout out. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there because it's it's nine o'clock. They sleeping. Um. So the thing is about abortion and uh, excuse me, adoption in general is that adoption is so difficult. In general, you have to go through literally jump through hoops to yeah. adopt a child. You have to have the type of home life that they want you to have. You have to have the kind of finances that they need you to have. You need to be like good people in general. You know, like they're not just going to give a baby to anybody, right? You need to make sure that the people surround that surrounding you and this new baby that you're about to adopt are good people. If there's already so many unwanted children I, I'm putting it that way or maybe not unwanted maybe they're wanted and just, like I said there's just I, I, let me it's rephrase that there's, there's an equal amount of both I think unwanted children like women who got pregnant who didn't want them but were forced to have them anyway and women who really wanted their children want their children or wanted their children but couldn't have them because their finances their homes life couldn't wouldn't allow them to have a baby and it's hard enough for straight people to adopt. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for our community is double that. In general, I think a lot of things for our community, um, unfortunately, are harder. But specifically adopting children and just because of people's views, uh, personal views, it affects it 100%. And now with abortion, now you're saying that there may be possibly less children to adopt mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right because you're forcing women to abort children but that woman may it may not work for her but it may work for another woman or two women like me and my wife we that baby could have been our baby absolutely absolutely and that woman may have wanted to give us that baby that's the key the key is that woman may have wanted to still have that baby and put that baby up for adoption to give that baby a better life, be it with a straight couple or a gay couple. But I think that the entire abortion conversation affects everyone. Everyone. Straight, yeah, gay, I agree. everyone, just every community, most especially, of course, women, but every community. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So... I'm sure you guys um, have seen where it's been quoted and put online that you can't stop abortions. You can only stop safe abortions. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? I'll start with you, Jasmine. Sorry, my phone fell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have these moments. We're good. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what's going on here? I don't... <laughs> Was it was I supposed to answer that? Yeah, you can go oh. first. Okay. Uh so repeat for me. The the safe abortion. So you can't oh, yes. Abortion. Yes, 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 yes. stop safe abortions. Yeah. So like we all know a safe a safe abortion is a medical procedure. It is a mm -hmm. medical procedure done by medical professionals in a medical facility in a sterilized environment. If you take that away from a woman, which is their medical right. It is a medical procedure. Mm -hmm. We're just going to go back in time. 
to where women used to have unsafe abortions. They throw themselves downstairs. So somebody gonna call their best friend. They're gonna be like, hey, yo, what you doing tonight? You gonna throw me down a set a couple of stairs and see if we can get rid of this baby? <laughs> yes. Because if not, I'm gonna go to jail. Or, right, right, right. You know, or, or they go to an alley somewhere. This is sad, but like, yeah, yeah, we have to laugh if not, we'll cry. No, yeah, for what sure. What are you doing? Like, what yeah. is going on? That I that that even has to be a thought in anybody's head to be like, I don't want to go to jail tonight, but um, I can't get an abortion at the at the hospital. I, I can't go nowhere to get it. Somebody, anybody want to come? Right. So like, like, what? Yeah. Look up like stuff online. Yes, like, online. Yes. Yes. To drink? No, 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 no. Bleach. You somebody gonna go to bleach. Somebody gonna be like, oh, this gonna be the way. It's, People will be desperate. Yeah. And then the thing is, is that you could also be potentially harming yourself. Right. So not just that you're trying to get rid of, you know, oh, I have to get rid of this baby or whatever the case is, but then you yeah. could be hurting yourself. And I think that's the main thing, right? You're going to end up hurting yourself. You probably, you probably hurt yourself, but still have that baby in there. A hundred percent. Yeah. Katie, yeah. what wow. about you? Yeah, 100%. Like I said, like, um, I feel like you just take away the avenue to do it rationally. Like, you don't take away the thought of abortion. Like, if a woman isn't financially ready, she isn't mentally. Like, it's still, if especially if they're trying to say that abortion is morally wrong or it's not a, a good option, then that they're basically framing it as if it's an act of desperation. And then what do we do in an act of desperation? Like, either they're going to do it anyway. So, like, it's better to provide the safe way for them to do it, to give them that avenue so that they can have you know anybody can do better when they have like safe options right and then people don't feel forced to do whatever but like jasmine said you take away that you don't take away the fact that they're still going to be looking for ways to get rid of it you know it's not just like financial pressure it's just society pressures it's you know home life it's having a baby by somebody you 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 find out that you don't want to you know how many abusive or something yeah you find out all of these things after the fact and you know and it's it's a hard enough situation to be pregnant right and then to have to make a choice that you're like this isn't how I wanted things to come up and instead of you know helping to 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 kind of help with the other factors that come into play before the baby you're just gonna take away the fact that oh we think we lost her. Yeah, I'll get her back. Don't worry. Um, but, but uh, you're just gonna take away the avenues, basically, to just do it in a harmless way. Yeah, and and you know what it is. I agree with you. I just feel like it's it's all about the decision, right? You you're you're sitting here, and you, these people think that it's an easy process. You know, it happens. People make mistakes. One day they're showing you one face. The other day they're showing you in a high. Welcome back, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Um, they're showing you another face and it happens, you know, it's like when they take you out to dinner. Oh yeah, they got lobsters and, and all that. Oh my God, and then they end up being a monster. Yeah, he broke living with his fifty two year old sister. He broke you get what I'm saying? Like I mean, I wasn't talking about that. that. Was very rash. specific. <laughs> very specific. I never dated someone like that. I'm just <laughs> I know you she's getting that question. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying it happens. You know what I mean? Like you think he's one thing and he ends up being another thing. I do want to say, you know, we should be a little, you know, cautious and you know, wear a con or whatever. But things happen. You know, heat of the moment, shit, it happens. 
So, I mean, even even with that, like you have those people that are like, well, then you should have done this and you should have done that. I think that also goes back to mind, body, mind choice. Like, absolutely. We could judge all we want to. She should have worn a condom, but okay. Maybe in that, she she thought that he was the the one. Right. You know, but then, like you said, then she finds out that he's a crazy narcissist and he's abusive or whatever the case may be, or, yeah. you know, things happen. They were in the heat of the moment and they were drunk and something happened and it's somebody she just met in a club. And she doesn't want to have a baby by him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's you know actually I mean? a situation that happened to one of the women that had, that I know had an abortion. It was literally a one night stand. She met him at a bar or a club or something. Right, and it happened. Right, but we're judging these women, but men get praised for and, you know, and, the same or, or they don't have wanna, consequences for it. I want to touch on they that. They get praised, or they don't have consequences. Right, I want to touch on that. So, in the, in a situation where a woman does not want to have the child, but the man does, ladies, should the man have a say in the decision? I'm going to start with. Haiti, because I feel like Jasmine ready. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, like this is like everybody else. Don't come for me. <laughs> no, I um, I always like talk about this only because like every time I speak, everyone's like, I I see reactions and they're just like, oh, then she must have been like the saint. And it's like, no, I did not go into having sex knowing how to have sex. Like, I. Right. Right. You know, a little background. I've been with my husband since I was 15. I had no idea any of these things. And part of that was because I was raised in a very strict household. Mm-hmm. Not even like the Christian side of it. It was just a very strict yeah. household. A Latin so, household. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't even like talk about anything. And, you know, how was I supposed, how are we supposed to know anything if we don't actually have guidance? We don't yep. have the education, yep. nothing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, when I, I had to like, <laughs> like give a disclaimer before yeah. I do this because everyone's always like so I'm like I'm gonna flip do I need to flip this around because <laughs> no. I want to hear honestly <laughs> it's like what I want like what it really it comes down to is that nobody should be having these conversations once the baby's already made like for anybody to sit there and be like oh you know like we just did it you know and that's it and then after the fact starts to figure it out like you have to understand that when you lay with somebody you know, man or woman, yeah, both have to understand that even though we're, I, I felt like I was fed this tale, but I feel like a lot of us was fed the tale of like love, you know, like love has to be this. And that's why, you know, we're always so, you know, sometimes people move a certain way and then we look at them like, yo, I, you know, I, I trusted you with this. But when you lay with somebody realistically is it's fact, like you have to sit here and understand that if this is a reproductive act, like if this can lead to having a baby, like, you know, for anything, like the condom might break, the birth control might fail. If there's any chance that you can have a child with somebody, right? A man, right? Especially, and and the woman, like both. If they do that, you have to know who you're laying with. So then when a baby does come, what are they, what are their choices? You know, you can't say after the fact, like, why is she making a choice with her body? It's like, because you're not carrying it. So unfortunately, your choice was when you did the deed. Like that's your choice. You have to understand the role of the man in that, you know, like like I said earlier, we don't make the baby on our own, but right. we carry it. So you can't force us to carry something that you just have a split second decision on. Like absolutely. For you know, 
it, it kind of the reason why I said like it's also tricky is that people might hear that and might feel like the blame is on the woman, but it's not, you know, because like I said, at the end of the day, it's like we have to carry it. our bodies will have to carry it because it's made with us. But it's not fair for the guy to just like come in literally one second and then after that be like, can you got to do right? Like, no, no, no. If you valued this enough, have the conversation with me prior. Get to know me. Don't look at me as just a spread eagle and then after the fact, come at me later over the decisions that you've never spoke to me about. You know, so... I agree, I agree. I so it's you. like, that's how I feel like everybody should be, especially like everybody, you know, this is a whole other thing, but everybody tries to be like, oh my, like, you know, my baby mother does this, my baby but like, you should have, because it's so, it's easier for men to kind of come in and then literally come out. Like, that's how they can move in every way. So you can't dictate what I do if your decision is one and done. Like, that means you have to put more thought into it and yeah. not force me to keep or get rid of the child if you don't even decide to have the conversation with me prior. I agree. How you know, you for, yeah, for women, sorry, just to, like mm-hmm. for women, yeah, yeah, yeah. hindsight is twenty twenty because as women, you know, we have to deal with the, you know, carrying it and having to do all these things Absolutely. with our bodies. But at the same time, like, then somebody has to be able to make that choice then, not later, you know? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Jasmine, you ready? I'm ready. I'm always ready. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I agree. But I also think, y'all going to be shocked by this one. I think that, um, not that they have a say per se, but that A, the situation matters, right? So like the situation we were talking about where she goes to a bar, it's a one-time thing. You know, she gets pregnant. Maybe she still has some kind of communication with the guy and she wants to call him and say, hey, this resulted in a pregnancy because I don't know who the hell you are. And I don't know nothing about you. And I just for me personally, I don't want to have it. I'm not going to have it. So in that case, she makes the decision 100 percent solely on her own because of of the situation. Right. Then you have a situation where you're in a relationship for a long period of time and you guys decide to have unprotected sex one day and that results in a pregnancy. Do I think that the woman and the man should sit together to discuss like, okay, now I'm pregnant and it it may be early on enough that she can get an abortion. Ultimately the decision is the woman's always right. Because of exactly what was pointed out, we carry them for more than nine months. It's actually 10 we carry them we nurture them we go through back pain we go through craving we go through heartburn we go through all kind of ridiculous ass shit to bring these babies into this crazy ass world amen, that we're raising girl. them into amen that morning the sickness, the day, all of it if i don't want to have that baby i'm gonna have that baby if i don't want to have that baby i don't want to have that baby however will i take into consideration your feelings your concerns because there are men out there who maybe the woman is actually not the one who's ready to have the baby but the man is actually ready to have a baby and wants to be a father and has that want okay I'm going to listen to you I'm going to take your I mean not me not me I'm not going to listen to you sir because I don't (laughs) like me but your woman is going to should at least give you the (laughs) at least give you the space to, to give your your not advice, to, to, to say how you're feeling, right? on the situation. Yeah, on the situation. And then you, the woman could decide to make a decision together with 
him because you do have to do things together in order to make the baby or she can decide to make that choice on her own because it is her body. So I actually have a question that ties into this. It wasn't something planned, but I've actually seen like on like even comedy shows or stand up where this topic comes up and guys will say, well, you know, okay, I, you know, it is the woman's choice ultimately to have the baby, but shouldn't it be my choice if I don't want to be a part of the baby's life? Like, why do I have to be forced to be put on child support if I stated that I didn't want to have the baby? Like I've seen guys like say this, listen, I'm not saying that this is where, but I'm telling you, this is what I've seen as an argument um, with, with that in mind. Like, okay, so I'm- What so- a bum. Right. <laughs> what a that's bum. one. That's well, the first you know. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is a bum ass bitch. <laughs> Wait, no, let's be However, fair. If it was spoken prior, remember? Like if it was spoken prior, like if you knew this and we were yes. gonna like just lay down, have fun, and then you, and you knew you, the guy and if yeah, if you knew the guy did and now we had like you had to know, like if he did not want to have it's kind of like I guess like rappers always I don't know, what rappers, artists, like you know, guys always <laughs> do it. Because I wait, know. I wanna I, I'm like listening to Hayden because personally no, I know I'm so sorry, but I wanna hear Jazz and but it was a Drake story. Have you guys heard about the Drake story? About him having a baby with the stripper? No, so my husband actually told me this. Um, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, but like Melissa got me this. But um, sorry. There was, <laughs> there was he had sex with somebody. I don't know who this was. Like, remind me who it was. I don't know. And so you know he, you know they used the condom. He threw out the condom, and that's it, right? So oh, the turkey, or she tried to. No, what? He threw out the condom, and then what she did was that she like took it. And, you know, turkey based, like, I guess that, yeah. to put it in. But apparently he had put hot sauce right yeah, before he threw it out. Kill, yeah, to try to kill the sperm so that women don't do that. Yes. Wow, wait and a minute. So then she, she, she was trying, yes, and she tried to, like, sue him or something because she had, like, medical issues because of it. Like, I don't know to what extent. <laughs> Clearly, you know, I'm all about women. I, I, you know what I'm saying? But some of us girl well but that's but you should but that's what i mean like like that, that was spoken prior he's like you yeah, know like you clearly we're not doing this and then now it's like yeah you can't be conniving we just trying to trap him that's so that's different it. you're trying to try to trap him yeah. big time trap so i feel like she's forcing it almost that's right. not even like a he doesn't but, even Mm. Well, no, what do you girl. mean almost? That is forcing yeah. it. That's, he used a condom, like, meaning he's What are you doing? First yeah. of all, I would just like to say that um, she would have failed at turkey basting because that's not really actually a thing. A, a thing, exactly. Once it's, it's, it's out, it's done. That's it. Gone. It's not a thing because if it was a thing, I would... Wait, wait, I would not have wait, needed wait. to do what I had to do to have a baby. But I heard, I, I know this, like, we're getting, we're veering off, but I actually heard, I guess that's a rumor, that, like, if you get it in time, that you can do it. You still uh, have to have the right tools, and it sure ain't a turkey baster. Right, I, I don't know. And you can just take the condom and just, like, I don't know, turn it upside down or let it drip in. Like, I mean, you know what the thing is? You know, Jasmine has a point. You know how many women would save money? So... <laughs> Many, right. it well, is, how many, and how but, many men would be trapped? 
a lot. For sure. But to go back to, to Melissa's mm-hmm. question about that, I would just like to say that if you know, if you're the woman, see, this is the thing. I'm hey, all about equality up in here, okay, right? Mm-hmm. If you as a woman know, like let's say the man told you straight up, I'm not trying to have no baby, and then you get pregnant, he shouldn't be forced to do anything. He already told you he didn't want to have that baby. Okay, but what happened? As the woman, because right, remember, this is your body. This is your choice. So then if you decide subsequently as the woman to still proceed with that pregnancy, you have to know you're going to be raising that baby by yourself, baby. Mm -hmm. You're going to be raising that baby by yourself. You're going to have to get up, do what you need to do. Make sure you give this baby the life that you're going to give this baby because nobody is going to give that baby any type of other life except you because you were already informed. The baby's at that point, that's the baby donor. And the donor yeah. don't want to do with the baby. Yeah, and you got a point. You but I do feel like them either on that. But I do feel like what happened during the process because it's like, okay, if you didn't want a baby, how did you take care of yourself? Listen, condoms break, right? Yeah, yeah. And which is lie, girls lie. Something fails, right. then you know, then I'm not saying that you the guy's going in and they about to, and he's right. like, listen. I ain't, I'm not going to strap it, but I don't want no baby. No, you can't say nothing because then you sound stupid because <laughs> then you got to strap it because then you're going to have a baby. Right. You, you, but if you but go if in an and, do, and let's say the woman takes her birth control and that's that the 0.1.1.085% that it fails or whatever. The contraceptive that they used failed. He specifically already said he didn't want no baby. Okay, now that's a situation where you can't force him or fault him at all. In reverse, if y'all just going to be out here doing whatever you want to do, dirty, naked, and dusty, then you cannot be upset. Absolutely. Haiti is, like, having the time of her life. You see her? It's just because, like, I'm, like, very, like, into it. I'm, like, listening. And then she, like, has these, like, things. And I'm just, like... Very animated. <laughs> yeah, like I really, I really imagine when she said dirty, naked, you. and dusty. I literally imagine like dusty. Like that's what came into my mind. Jeez. Like I just, I'm just saying. I'm just letting you. You know what I'm saying? Like these are things that people think about. Like, and don't you think that other people are not thinking about this? But they thinking about it too. So then we out here. We asking yeah. these questions, and people are gonna be listening. And they're gonna be like, you know what? She right. They they are right. But it's also like I think to like go on that is just like the fact that nobody actually has like there's no relationship course that anyone's taking like right like there is i know like when we got married in the catholic church my husband and i actually got married in the catholic church um it's the one east new york remember michelle i don't know (gasps) which one in cypress hills that is cypress hills on fulton right off of fulton no no i was gonna say that's my that Michael's. Anyway, I said that because um, that you actually have to take like if you get married in the Catholic Church, you have to take a pre-cana, pre-cana course. That cana has to do with the wedding that is in the gospel, like when Jesus Christ turns the water into the wine. That's the cana. Mm. No, not cana. <laughs> You're corny. I don't know if you guys heard that, but anyway. Um, so then we that was like the only relationship course that we've had, and there we were taught like you know. We literally saw like what respect is, what like how honor, like what the role of a husband and wife is, you know, in the context of the Bible, because, you know, we're Christians going into this. And I remember walking out with my husband and we were like, why is this not taught on a, not 
let's say you don't have to say it in a Christianity thing, but where is the work? Where is the the relationship guidelines so that Absolutely. you don't fall into somebody who tells you straight up, like, no, I don't want this. And you feeling like you want to go after them or, yeah. you know, like, or allowing yourself, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, I feel like I learned self-love, like I'm 28 now. I think I finally learned self-love now. And here I was in a I'm relationship. Still, still working on <laughs> right. <laughs> but like here yeah, I was no. a 15 year old in a relationship I didn't know. I probably just learned, like, let me not say this. I was going to be like, I just learned my butthole from, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I should those phrases because that's what they say in Spanish. Like, you're like, you know, you, you don't even know how to wipe your ass. And then here you are in a relationship. But where is the guidelines in that? Yeah. So, yes, if I don't have any self-love, I don't want to fault anybody for it. But at the same time, it's like I'm fall. I'm going to fall into somebody who doesn't value me because I don't even value me, you know, and where, where's that? So, I mean, if we're, if we're, if we're treading the line of like, you know, everybody's my body, my choice and giving everybody, you know, the non-judgmental way, we also have to understand that when it comes to like abortion is like, what are you guys doing to teach me more about my body or to teach me more about things to value? Like Jasmine said before, like we live in a patriarchal society. What did you guys do so that I can feel like men can, I, I can trust men with my body? Yeah, I haven't done anything at this point. So now I'm left to my own stuff. Let me figure it out for myself, you know? But yeah. and, and it's true. I mean, I agree with you 100%. I think we need more of those talks, you know? Like sex ed stuff. At, and, 100%. And, you know, Sex ed, whatever happened, bro? It dropped I off mean, the face of the earth after like. I don't, when did you guys have? Just no, I mean, my kids get stuff sent home. You know, do you want your kid to learn about sex education and you? Stop Mine doesn't. Whatever? I mean, so, that's good though. But so they, I mean, I just remember it like health class. How extensive oh, they go into it, but I mean, to Haiti's point, like I think, like you said, even just not only just sex ed, but relationships and like giving yourself yeah. to somebody and, you know, loving yourself, things like that. Like I know that in Christian or Catholic churches, when you're getting married in those settings, they make you do a premarital course and mm -hmm. things like that. But like, once you said that it kind of clicked for me, like, Oh my God, they should make you do that before even doing it through court. Because yeah. let me tell you, going through a divorce, they make you take, you know, parenting courses and co-parenting stuff. And it's mandatory in order to do that. So why not never get into preventive measures? I got to get, I got to do homework now to get rid of them. No, <laughs> but you basically, basically. Why not, why not do the same thing to prevent that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that, that's a good point. Um, but the whole topic of my body, my choice. What do you guys think about, you know, because it, it, it doesn't only pertain to, you know, abortion, but my body, my choice, you know, as far as sexual activity, and, you know, how many partners a woman has. Um, what do you think about double standards with that, with women, with multiple partners or just having fun as opposed to men who, you know, go out there and it's kind of like they get the pat on the back and women are, you know, basically slut shamed, as they like to say. Um, I'll let Jasmine go first. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's the same like level of of 
being in a patriarchal society, of having a divide, of having inequality. Why can't a woman be a sucia? Why can't a woman go <laughs> live her life? Do, yeah. Like, do what she wants to do. Again, it's it, like you said, it's part of my body, my choices. Her body, if she want to throw it around, bring it down, take it places, let her do it. Like, it's literally her body. And it's again, body. it's not causing any harm to anybody or to herself. Who cares how many sexual partners she's had? The most important thing is that if there is a woman who is obviously very sexually active and has multiple sexual partners, that she is regularly checking herself for STDs. And God forbid she does have one, that she discloses that information to her sexual partner, which is, again, their personal space. She don't need to, you know, put it in a story on IG because that's what everybody be doing these days. But she needs to, <laughs> but she needs to, you know, disclose that information. Otherwise, girl, please live your life. Have at it. Just know that be safe, right? Be safe. And if one day something happens where you have to make a decision, you just need to remember that it's your choice to make. And that's it. I think people confuse that, like, just because you wouldn't do something doesn't mean that you should pass the judgment on somebody else who's living their life, you know, differently from you. Right. Exactly. And that I'm a very big believer on that. Like you do you, you, what you're doing doesn't affect me as long as it doesn't affect me. Right. Sure. People, how many sexual partners they have, their sexuality, their religion, their vaccination status. None of that has anything (laughs) to do with me. That doesn't have anything to do with me. That has to do with you. That's your own personal decision. That's, this is your life. You make those decisions for yourself and for your family and, and for your partner. That doesn't have anything to do with me. So have at it. I'm not going to judge you. That's not my place. Yep. It's not my place to judge you. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I um I wanted to ask, so related to abortions, of course, Um, basically what they're saying is that the uh, minority women are the main ones that will be affected by this. Women who have the money, for example, can fly to another state, get, you know, anything they need done. Is this is this something you believe as well, Haiti? Yes. I, I feel like, um, let's just call it for what it is. We live in, in a, like, you know, in United, beautiful states of America <laughs> where, you know, money talks kind of thing. So, you know, the women who are, we don't even have access. We, you know, when... When it comes to, like, access to, like, health services and even birth control, we were the last ones to get it. And then how convenient it is that we were the last ones to get it. And then we also have all of these data saying that we are the ones more likely to get abortions. It's like, just put the target on our back and that's it. Right, exactly. It's just, yeah, it just comes into it. And that's considering the fact that, like, um, I used to work in an internship under, like, a doula. So, like, a doula is, like, Oh, um, I want to say only because with midwife and doula is almost the same thing, but it's separate. I think midwife is more medical professional. And then a doula is somebody who helps you throughout your pregnancy. And it's more holistic. Right. And so I worked under that her before. And I learned a whole bunch. One of the things that I learned that here in Brooklyn, like Bushwick, East New York, um, Canars, like all of our like main minority areas, neighborhoods, basically, um, black women were dying at such high rates. Like they had such, it was it was horrible. They had like probably like six times they died during childbirth than white women. Hispanic women followed right be- right behind them. So then at the at the same time, if 
if giving birth, right, because the health system is, you know, call it for what it is, it's not on our side, you know, the, the, the textbooks don't talk about a black woman's body, about a Hispanic woman's body, because they just don't know whether they care or not, that's something else, but they just don't know enough about our bodies. Right. So the access to the medical is not even sufficient enough to save us during childbirth, you know? So then when we have the choice that, hey, do I want to go through this again? If my first pregnancy was high risk, do I want to do this again? And then I have the option for abortion. You're literally tying my hands back. If I don't even have the correct medical services for myself, because I already, I'm, you know, there's already the pay discrepancy. There's already, you know, so many ra- like factors of the racist structure that's happening. You, you mean to tell me that like, you're not targeting me. One of somebody, right. oh, like somebody raised something like this, like the abortion stuff is a way to get black and Hispanic women in jail, just the same way as they did the drugs to the black men. Yeah. And whether or Absolutely. not anybody believes that, that raises your thoughts to be like, who will have the money to get this done? If you don't get it in this country, who has the money to take a freaking jet to go somewhere else where you can do it? Who has right. the money to hire right. somebody who's going to give you this? Who has the money? Who has the friends that are doctors to be like, this is what I got under the table. I got under you. the table. I got you. So it's going to happen. Like the mistresses are going to get abortions. The, you know, <laughs> the daughters are going to get abortions. Oh, know? yeah. Nobody's going to know anything because it's not. And they also you know, the people with money have an image to put out. I'm oh, I'm sure so, Trump has had many women have abortion. <laughs> you know, how many times have we, like, heard that they've, like, paid all these people? Right. So, yes, yes, 100%. It's sad, and we don't want to say it, but, you know, they, they target us all, all the time, so. You're right. Yeah. So there's actually been, there was an article um, that came out that said that in Texas, Basically, even if you help someone get an abortion after the six weeks, that you could also be liable to get in trouble. So let's say, oh, my God, I'm sorry for that noise in the background. Um, Let's say that um, you drove your friend to go get an abortion or, you know, you watched their kids while they went to go get an abortion. It's almost like accessory to the crime. Um, so just kind of, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, we'll go with Jasmine, your thoughts on, on what you think about something like that. People need to mind their business. Don't worry about where I'm driving my friend, but, but actually, (laughs) but it's kind of like, I mean, all right, if you're going to put it in, in the statute in the law statute, right? So the law, it is illegal to have an abortion. It is illegal to murder somebody. If you drive that person to murder somebody, you are an accessory to murder, right? So that's the same kind of thing that they're using here. So if you want to get technical with the law, then okay, yeah, I guess, sure, whatever, because you're helping them do something illegal. But if we, but the point is, is that this whole scenario with abortion and, and criminalizing it is stupid as hell. And therefore, it is stupid as hell for you to tell me that my best friend cannot drive me to the clinic to get an abortion. To, to make a decision that I want to make. That I, I asked her to. She didn't drive me because she was like, no, bitch, you're going to go get an abortion. I'm going to drive you right now. She drove me because I told her, I need you to drive me. I need you to support me. I need you to be my friend and be there for me. It's it again. It's really all going back to that that my body, my choice situation, and also to mind your business because this don't got nothing to do with you. 
nothing to do with you. That's it. That's it. That's all I got on that. I can't stop laughing. Haiti, what do you got to say about that? Sorry, I said that every time Jasmine finishes, she just has to drop the mic because she just <laughs> like. <laughs> but um, no, I think like honestly, I don't like if you think about like how they're gonna legalize. I can easily be like, I didn't know I was taking her to the abortion. I thought I was taking her to the bodega. Like I didn't know. Right, right. <laughs> so how, are gonna, how are you gonna process this legally? Like you gotta show like in Texas. You know, at this point, we got to remember Texas also tried to, like, become their own country. <laughs> and they're still trying to. So not to say, like, this isn't serious. but up in Texas right now. <laughs> like, that's just, <laughs> that's just not. Cancel, cancel Texas. <laughs> yeah, well, they're trying, like, please, they're trying to cancel themselves. Like I said, they're trying, <laughs> they want to make their own country or whatever. But, no, I think more of this, like, because, like, this, even if they try to find a way to, like, put this in like legal system like a legal definition right the idea is like no, none of this really sounds like it's gonna stick like if if i'm if i'm gonna use like whatever law and order taught me no i'm kidding <laughs> but like if i'm gonna use like whatever like i'm gonna think common of it like sense, common maybe. sense and this idea it's like the only time they're saying this is basically to be like if i hear my friend talking about abortion I got to think of myself. I got to think of my family. I got to think of my, you know, record that I don't want to be a criminal. So you're on your own. So that's, I feel like it's more like a mind game that they're trying to do. They're going to like terrorize so that everybody who does want to think of abortion, who does, you know, feel like they even want to talk to somebody about it. They're not going to have anybody to turn to. They literally want us to just turn our back. And I feel like that, yeah, that mind game yeah is is what's gonna it's gonna get farther than actually get somebody into the court because like jasmine jasmine said like how are you gonna tell me that i can't do this or can't do that like right you have to understand that we also you can infringe on certain rights for us like you know you can't and at the end of the day like i'm not gonna do any i'm not like i can easily turn around like you have to prove that i knew this well in advance and if these are talking about intimate, like if abortion's already illegal, like in in this world, like from what they're saying, um, who's to say I'm having this conversation in broad daylight? I'm not even getting that in text messages. I'm not even getting exactly. that. Exactly. Like exactly. I'm not getting that in writing in any way. Yeah, so your friend could have you drop you or you know. Yeah. So I think the idea the is, <laughs> yes, the idea is just like if somebody talks about it, I'm now the person that through the state of Texas, I am now pushing you aside. So you're on your own. And I think yeah. that's almost more dangerous because now everybody's like, you know, yeah, you're wrong want, now. It, it's kind of like they want us to turn our back on each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, you know, but whatever, that ain't happening. I'm actually, you know, Texas gives us six weeks to terminate, right? Most women don't find out till after what, four weeks. In Mississippi, they give women 15 weeks, but it's a proven fact that about 92% of women make their decision between the first 13 weeks of pregnancy. If Texas gives you only six weeks, what are some things you think will happen? I would just go to another state probably. Yeah, Jasmine, what do you think? Exactly, exactly that. I'm just go somewhere else then. Yeah, and, and I, it's such a, some people even don't even find out past four weeks they'd be literally 
my sister didn't find out that she was pregnant until she was 11, 10 or 11 weeks, something like it that, her, her first pregnancy. It happened. And she, they don't, they, they don't give even here because, you know, here there's a time frame too, up until when you can have an abortion, I think it's 12 weeks here. I'm not 100% sure. Like, but basically your first trimester. I right. Think. So what, how much time does she have? Like a week, two weeks to make a decision, and it was a big decision for her to make. And you know, so how in Texas, six weeks? Like some people not even finding out they're pregnant for seven weeks. So now that's it. No, the whole day you have to have a baby immediately. Like literally, the second you find out, you have to keep that baby. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 because that's like you're you're a month late from your period. That's when you find out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. It could be right. You have to miss a cycle, and a cycle is generally three to four weeks. So people who have irregular cycles may not know. know. Yes. Yeah. But do you think that there still should be like a deadline? I mean, like let's say second trimester. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you still think there should be some stipulations there as far as like, or do you think that should just be? I mean, for me personally, it goes back to my personal opinion. Like, I think that after, I do think there should be a, a, a point where you can't make a decision to abort on your own personal, like, just because you decided you didn't want to have the baby anymore, right? So, like, you can't be 19 weeks and then all of a sudden, you know, experience heartburn for the first time and be like, nah, this ain't it. Gotta go. Like, oh my god, yeah. that I don't think is okay, right? No, but I'm yeah, laughing, but like, there's really people out there that, that, I'm, that I'm sure think about this stuff. Like, they think that their pregnancy is going to be a breeze and it's not going to be an issue. And then the first hiccup that they experience, they're like, nah, forget it, ain't for me. But at that point, they're already too late to terminate. Yep. So, unless it's an actual medical diagnosis that was given to you that could possibly either be an issue with you or the baby. Again, your choice to make if you want to take that baby to full term or if you want to have a late term abortion, that's that's your call. Like, you know, having a baby with a with a defect possibly or some kind of issue is hard. And there might be women who are not up for the task or who just don't feel like they'll be able to do any justice in taking care of that baby. You know, Jasmine, you bring up a very important uh, point. I actually went through that process. I... Before Landon, I had, I obviously, you know, I was pregnant. I tried before him and the doctors told me that the baby was coming with Down syndrome. Um, it was a decision that obviously me at the time with uh, my son's father made because he, doctor said that baby won't last seven years. In my opinion, I told him, the dad, I said, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not putting my child on the ground. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not burying my children. They're got to bury me. That's not what this life was about. And I'm not bringing a child who's only going to last seven years, put them through so much for what? You know what I mean? I'm not going to put my daughter at the time through that pain. My family, my, I just, me, myself, my body, I'm not going to do that. So I did have a late, you know, abortion I did a what is a DNC at the time or whatever it's called I don't remember but um and it was a choice I made like I talked to him and I let him know and he you know obviously expressed himself and all hell went loose because his mother was like no 
told, you know, they told me the same thing with my child. And I was like, yeah, that was your child. That I can't do that. You know, it's a it's a risk that I'm taking that I don't want to take. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I that's why that's one of the reasons why I said it really for me personally, unless I know something like that. And that's a choice that I make. It's a woman's personal choice. I there was a very slight chance when I did my anatomy scan at that point I was already 20 weeks the doctor said that they see like you know if they measure the neck and that's how they tell if the baby may or may not have down syndrome or have an indication of down syndrome and Stacy and I went through weeks of thinking oh my god oh my god my personal choice was okay if the baby does have down syndrome I'm just going to do all the research that I can and I'm going to try to be like the best down syndrome mom that I can and and that would have been for me. For you, it's different. And that's okay. And for me, it's different. And that was okay, too. But they are, like I said, they are just women who, it, it, it's it, whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, this is what this whole thing is about. You can't, you don't know. You don't know a person's decision, what they're going through, their emotions, their thought processes, the thought processes of their family. You have a, already have a child. So then you also have the thought of, of your child to think of that you already have before bringing another child into the world. There's so much shit that goes into these things that people don't realize. It's not just as simple as you can't have an abortion. Yeah. It's no. not, it's never that simple. Never. Yeah. And I know. And I saw this on the internet. It said, um, when people are, are making difficult, complicated, personal medical decisions, one size fits all laws don't work. It, it truly made me believe that these people think that, you know, it's a one size fits all topic. You know what I mean? Like we're all like women are objects, you know, it makes me very uncomfortable and scared for the years to come, obviously. And I mean, as women and I know Jasmine has a daughter, you know, I know Haiti wants a daughter in the future. How does this all feel for you? Haiti, I'll start with you. Haiti, I can't, I, I, I think you're muted. Wait, muted me, then I muted myself back. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is really tough. So I'm going to kind of go back because remember, like I said, that I am Christian. And so this means that, you know, I don't know right or wrong. I really that's what I'm that's what I'm giving up and so I feel like in the sense of what Jesus Christ is who God is I feel like um we can't I think it's very difficult to kind of say this this happens and then this will lead to this and then you know like very like like you said like very um black and white thinking because like Jasmine said, like when we were talking about the the, the late term abortions, um, I don't know about anyone else listening or even you ladies. Like for me, I can't even decide what I want to eat sometimes. And I know myself best. And then put me like, you know, put me into a really tough situation and then make these laws that now put all women into these tough situations. And then from there like continue to restrict them like the point like i'm gonna go back to like the bible in a sense because um when when we talk about being christian and that that's my values of my life um we believe in like the fact that the whole bible is god trying to get back a relationship with us right a personal relationship with us but if you if if for people who read the bible melissa you're probably like probably understand a little bit more from what i'm saying so you can comment a little bit better 
But um, the idea is that God doesn't say you like every time God said like humans have to be perfect. We failed him. Why? Because we're not perfect. You know, we're we're, we we have all of these things that we're just not it, you know, and every time we try to reach the presence of God, we just fail. So in that sense, I feel like when people try to make these laws that it's just like, is what you have to do. And they try to be like, you have to be morally right and you have to be correct. It's like you are missing a big part and that is the humanity of it all. Yeah. You know, you're not understanding that we are people. And every time, you know, people people like to characterize God as like this angry person that like, you know, he he shames you, he guilts you. Hail fire and brimstone and all Yeah, that. and you know, I, I unfortunately I did believe that at some point and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, when yeah. I, you know, I was always scared to go to him, but if anything, like you're supposed to want to go to him about your problems. And so when people do this, it's like all you're doing is showing me that like you're not somebody I can trust. And so if I live in a in a country where I have to look at my kids, you know, I know, yes, I, I would love to have a daughter, but I have a son now, right? And so I feel like he also is responsible for the well-being of other people. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to, you know, I know I'm a people pleaser, so that's not where I'm leaning to. But mm-hmm. it's the idea that we all have to be responsible. And I don't think that humans, our nature is ever like, we have to follow this guideline. We have to see what's happening, like see what is happening, see the abortion rates, see the teen pregnancies, see the low income, see the, the even the education that some moms receive when they have kids. You know how many stories that they say moms are so brave when they go back to school after having a kid? Why is that seen as brave? Why is that? It's amazing, right? But let's be honest and think, why is it brave to go after kids? Because having kids is damn hard, is very hard. It's it's beautiful. Any type of family is beautiful, but it's very, very hard. So why don't we look at for what it is? Stop trying to put us into boxes. Stop trying to to say this is how we're supposed to be. Absolutely. Because in, if, if in my view, right, and if I believe that God genuinely loves us and he made us and he cares for us, if he doesn't even put me in a box, why? Why, why you like if every time I fail, he takes me for who I am. He doesn't he doesn't have like a vision of who Haiti is supposed to be and that's who she has to strive when she fails. No, he's like, I want the best for you. Right. But he also acknowledges who we are at the moment that we meet him. So for laws and for men, men like mankind to look at me and just say, you don't even warrant me to listen to you, me to see the facts. Mm-hmm. You are the same as everyone else. And then just ignore us. Like, yeah, women are dying. <laughs> women are yeah. dying. And you still believe that we need to be criminalized. You still yeah. believe that like anyone in a, and you know, anyone when it comes to like a decision that is as crucial and, you know, sensitive as having kids or not having kids, having a, a kid with, an, you know, with some abnormalities or not yeah. having it you really think that they're like like living it up no these are real things that we go through and you know and nobody in the moment that they're going through it that they need more help it would want to be like everything you do is wrong yeah even even what you think yeah you know and and you know talking about how hard it is to be a parent i know 
you know, Jasmine was just saying, she texted me on the side, you know, her daughter's not feeling well already, you know, and it looks, for example, we're in the middle of, of doing something and it happens. Mm -hmm. We got to go, right? Okay, guess what? We got to go now. And I understand it. And that's minor wrestling and bumping into the door while I'm trying to record. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine, how does well, that mine, make you feel? Been feeling well. Yeah, she hasn't been feeling well for a couple of days, so that's what happened. Mm. No, and I, it's something definitely going around. But this whole one size fits all topic. How how do you? What what does that make you feel? Like knowing that you do have a daughter and that they they do want to put us in this category. You know what I mean? First of all, I don't like that one size fits all mantra anyway, because one size do not fit all of this. Okay, so I want to <laughs> I want to start with that. I'm not a fan of that for you. I'm not a fan. Fashion Nova be lying, but <laughs> it it's 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 not it's not a one size fits all situation. Every everything is different. That's what we've been talking about this whole time. Every situation is different. Every choice is different. Every everything is different. Don't put me under this umbrella. I don't want to be under the umbrella. I don't want my daughter to be under the umbrella, and it's infuriating. Because I have a daughter, right? Like, and if I had a son, I would feel the same way because my son, he will become a man and will have to participate, will not have to, but will eventually participate in sexual acts where he may get a woman pregnant, right? So no, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I think this whole shit is stupid, but that's stupid too. <laughs> and that's it. I just think it's dumb. It don't make no sense. It's not a one size fit all. That's it. It's just not. And that, on that note, you know, I think that's how we kind of end it. It's not a one size fits all. We can't right. tell women what to do. And, and you know, um, Katie, with, you know, what you're saying with Christianity and taking it back to the Bible, I mean, God also gave us free will for a reason. So, you know, um, I think. Shout out to that. We'll all be able to make our decision. So. Um, thank you, ladies, so much for joining us. This was a very important topic. And thank you for having us. Time. Um, so have a good night, and thanks again for being here. Good night. I mean, this was great. I was excited. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. happy. We'll take so care of those that. babies now. <laughs> yes, I'm so happy that you guys were able to join us. And uh, I know it took a little, you know, a little more time than usual than what, what we were planning. But um, like I said, and like that's what happens said, when you have good conversation, though. Exactly. This was a real conversation. This was very transparent. And um, I'm glad we had it. You know, I can't wait to upload this and let it be and known. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. Bye. Bye.